Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, and this is the 13th week after Pentecost. This week, we will read all of the Bible readings assigned for the coming weekend. Our theme for this week is, Jesus' disciples are repenting sinners who have been welcomed home by Jesus. We begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Exodus, chapter 32, beginning this morning at verse 11. But Moses implored the Lord his God, saying, O Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you brought out of Egypt, out of the land of Egypt, with a great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath, change your mind, and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, how you swore to them by your own self, saying, I will multiply your descendants like the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have promised I will give to your descendants, and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord changed his mind about the disaster that he planned to bring on his people. Here, Moses has interceded for his people in an attempt to get God to reconsider the course of action that he has just revealed to Moses. This is, of course, after Israel built an idol to represent the God who uh, rescued them from Egypt. The Lord wants to destroy this whole generation and build a new nation from Moses' descendants. Moses prays that God reconsiders and remain faithful to God's own promise, purpose, and not to mention the Lord's own steadfast and loving heart. Moses reminds the Lord that what has already been done has been done in the sight of the whole world. All the people have come to know that the Lord has defeated Pharaoh and the gods of Egypt and claimed this people to be his own people. And if the Lord were to destroy them now, here in the mountains, what would people say or think about God, Moses asks? What is it that the Lord wants the world to know? That God is angry and violent, or that God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. 
Of course, the latter is God's true nature. In his prayer, Moses reminds God who God is and what God intends to do. In the end, God relents. God repents, that is, God changes God's mind. God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and Moses has once again acted as the mediator between God and God's people. What we see in Moses here points us to Christ, and maybe within this entire encounter, God sees how much we need a person like Moses who can speak God's word to us and in return also intercede for us. Without Moses, without him, Israel goes astray, makes a distorted image of God, an idol. It, it, wasn't, until that Mo, it wasn't until Israel thought that Moses was gone, consumed by the fire and the thick darkness of the glory of God on the mountain, that they turned to Aaron and asked for an idol to be made. It is that ministry, for our sake, that Jesus takes up. He is the one who fills God's promise to raise up another like Moses, greater than Moses even, greater because Jesus, having been raised from the dead, lives with us and intercedes for us without end. We have no need for idols. We have Christ with us. There is probably one more thing, though, that we should take note of in this story. Moses' intercession is an appeal to God to remember God's own heart and to act according to God's own righteousness. It is not a justification or an apology or a defense of Israel's action. Human sin and our unrelenting quest to make idols for ourselves have real and deadly consequences. Nevertheless, God has promised to not forsake us and to not turn God's back on us, but to bring us to a repentance of our own that leads us to reconciliation with God, the God that we have sinned against. We need to keep that in mind as we listen to the things that Jesus will tell us in the gospel, to the stories that we will share about seeking and finding those who are lost. In the end, we must remember that it is God who is righteous, and that means that God is gracious and merciful and abounding in steadfast love, and that we are the ones who have sinned against God, people who need to be forgiven, healed, transformed, and reconciled to the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you, all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
the Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world and heal the hurts of all of your children. Bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else do we ask the Lord today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.